You're listening to Podcast PXN, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo. Let's do this. Yo, what is up, everyone? Welcome to Podcast PXN, episode 103. I am one of your hosts, Christian Macias, and I'm joined over Discord by Kentucky's number one Spartan, Daniel Prindle, a.k.a. Dan is DTM, as well as the pride... Oh, I'm sorry. He's not here today. <laughs> he is not here today. The Nintendo aficionado, Roro. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. Thank you to everyone watching us live and participating in the chat. Just as a reminder, we are live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Just search podcast PXN and you'll find us on there as well as on twitch.tv slash podcast PXN. The topic of this show this week is our uh, predictions for the PlayStation Showcase. Um, But first, the show always starts with the PXN news of the week. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Our first news story comes over from Eurogamer. Uh, the Game Boy and Game Boy Color titles uh, are reportedly coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Guys, is there, are there any... First of all, what do you think of this news? And two, are there any games that you would like to see available that are not Pokemon? I'm kidding. <laughs> it can be Pokemon. Great question. <laughs> uh, that's literally the first thing that came to my mind was when you said Game Boy games was uh, Pokemon uh, Yellow, Red, and uh, what's the other one? I always forget. Uh, blue? yeah okay yeah yeah Uh, yeah, those are those would be the only things that i would even be looking forward to that was i think that was literally the only games that i played on my game boy when i had it back in the day or at least the only ones that i can remember uh i don't even remember any other game boy games like they're literally escaping me right now and Mm -hmm. maybe i'm crazy and uh my childhood was filled with just pokemon on my game boy but uh yeah i can't think of anything else no, dude, like, I can tell you tons of Game Boy Advance titles that I, like, would want to see, yeah. but, like, as far as Game Boy Color, I immediately went to Pokemon Yellow, and then I was like, what else did I play on it? I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> but it, they're such good games. They're freaking iconic Pokemon games that, you know, that was pretty much where the series got, you know, their legs, so to speak. Yeah. What about you, yeah. Ro? Yeah, I, I I think this is great news, and I hope it does come to to light. Um, I'm like I'm like you, Christian, where where I saw this news, and I, I even tweeted it like, oh yeah, bring Game Boy Advance games, and there's like no news of that. I just got super excited that of the potential of Game Boy Advance games coming, but they're talking about the previous uh, Game Boy, so I was kind of disappointed by that. But yeah, Pokemon's the first thing that comes to mind for me as well that I would like to have. Even Pokemon Pinball would be cool. Um, but yeah, I. Besides that, I am Game Boy Advance games in my head. I could, I could again list a bunch of Game Boy Advance games that I'd love to come to the Switch, but Game Boy, I, I just, I got nothing. I got nothing. But I think this is a good step in the direction for that to possibly happen someday. But uh, yeah, sure. I think this is awesome. Yeah, there's 80 uh, NES games right now and 50 SNES games. So I, I don't know how many uh, a combination of Game Boy games we'd be getting, but like with the switch being portable like that just seems right up its alley to have like that catalog of games available for people so that that's awesome i'm i'm very excited to see what, what's going to come that way we'll see if i stick with any of them or even try some of them out because i know i'm not good at trying out some or just dip, dipping my toes in here and there on like some nintendo switch online games and not really sticking to them but i mean yeah we'll see indeed 
Guys, moving on, we've got some PlayStation news, a little bit convoluted this week, so I'm going to catch you up to speed here. Uh, There was an update that went up earlier this week on those who pre-ordered Horizon Forbidden West, um, either on PS4 or PS5. Um, On September 2nd, the Horizon Forbidden West support page indicated there would be no upgrade path from PS4 to PS5 unless you bought either the collector's edition or the deluxe version of the game. If you had bought in the standard version of Horizon on PS4, and then later, for whatever reason, wanted the PS5 version of that game, uh, you would have to pay full retail, which would mean um, another $70. PS5 games cost more than uh, they do on PS4, right? Uh, there was backlash on Twitter, rightfully so, uh, and Sony kind of back backtracked on that, and on the PlayStation blog um, unveiled plans that it is instead offering a free upgrade from the PS4 to the PS5, as they originally stated um, back last year, I believe, when they were announcing their like launch slate of games. Obviously, Horizon has pushed past that, but they're going to include it since they already said originally that they were going to offer it for free, mm-hmm. so they're doing that now. Um, additionally, any future first-party titles will see a $10 upgrade option for both physical or digital games from PS4 to PS5. Uh, Ro, what are your thoughts on the new policy on Sony rectifying this issue? Um, I, I'm glad that they did rectify it and, and made, uh, make it to where they kept their promise, I guess, and making it a free upgrade. I think that's great uh that they were that they backtracked on that crazy that they even made the mistake in the first place but great that they backtracked on it um i think that they uh i think it's good that they have a, a solid rule now that if you get a game you pay ten dollars not that i necessarily agree with it but i'm glad that there is there's uh we don't have to guess anymore like that's what's that's the thing going forward ten dollars if you want to upgrade I think what Xbox has with smart delivery, as much as uh, I don't think we were bagging on it like this group, but I know like when it was first announced, like it was so confusing to us, but now it's just so simple. Like if you have it, you can play it on Xbox, you play it on PC, you can play it anywhere. And it's it's still crazy to me that Sony hasn't figured that out yet, especially with their bigger titles like Horizon. Horizon. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm glad that they, they have a rule, but I, I just hope that we eventually get to the point where it's just as simple as Xbox's idea. What about you, Dan? Yeah, uh, obviously, <laughs> once we get to a certain point, like this won't matter anymore, right? Because they're not going to support PS4 yeah. <laughs> forever. But sure. like the problem w- to me with this is like this has gotten so convoluted now. If you buy the PS4 version of the game, you can get it for $60 or you can buy the PS5 version of the game for $70. Why the hell would you buy it for $70 when you can buy the PS4 version and get a free upgrade? Why the, I want to say why the F, but why would you do that? That doesn't even make sense. Like, you're literally uh, dude, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you're literally <laughs> you charging people $10 more for no reason. You're just like, here you go. Yeah, pay $10 mm-hmm. more and you don't get the last gen version, but like it makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, but like to me, really, PlayStation didn't think of that either. To <laughs> me, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> pay more and you don't get this. Right, okay. exactly. It makes no sense. But to me, yeah. that's the that's the bigger problem with what Sony's 
approaches with cross-gen games in general like i understand their price increase to 70 dollars because other publishers have done that even though microsoft hasn't done that yet i think they will eventually but other publishers have made that 70 dollars price point but like you need to make your 70 dollars price point across the board like it doesn't matter that it's a ps4 game it's the same game like ps4 ps5 whatever you're playing on it is the same game it may run better and look better on ps5 but that but does that mean that it should be ten dollars difference from the ps4 version i yeah it's it's just very their whole messaging behind cross-gen games has been very confusing uh since the ps5 launch in my opinion like Rose said, though, I'm very happy that there's finally a, uh, some sense of consistency. Yeah. Because before this, it was mad confusing. Like, the mental gymnastics you would have to do, like, let's be real. Like, sure, you could figure it out, but you would have to look at a spreadsheet and kind of plan out the route of the upgrade path, which is kind of ridiculous when you consider, uh, as you guys were both saying, like, it just works on Xbox. Like, why Sony hasn't figured this out is beyond me. But, I mean, they haven't figured out a lot of things, but... Like that's that's a separate discussion. I haven't. Cons- I still can't get over the fact that we're paying more for a game when you don't get the last version of the game. Yes. I'm gonna have to think about that some more later. It, that's that's hilarious. That literally, like, that reminds me of stuff like, for instance, this is what we t- we talked about when uh, we were talking about Aven- um, the Avengers game getting less content for the same price. It's the same thing. Like, you're getting you're not getting Spider Man on other platforms, PC, Xbox but you're getting it on PlayStation for no additional charge. So like you're getting an extra piece of content character in that game. And like characters are, are big in that game. So like, this is the same thing. Like you're paying more for less stuff or like less additions of the game. Like it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make sense. You know, you brought it up now. So I'm going to, I'm going to bring up this story just, uh, just cause you mentioned it. Uh, this comes from IGN crystal dynamics released a new roadmap. Uh, for Avengers that confirms Spider-Man and, uh, and its first raid uh, are coming this year, 2021. Um, d- Dan, so yes. just straight up, quick uh, clarification. Is yeah. Spider-Man not timed exclu- exclusive? Is it just straight up console exclusive? As far as anyone knows, it is a straight up exclusive. It's not timed at all. It is 100% PlayStation exclusive. Okay. Now I understand the outrage. Yeah, <laughs> I, d- I did not get it for a while. I was like, oh, Xbox yeah. used to do the same thing for Call of Duty. Like, right. it'll come to Xbox pretty soon. Yeah. Oh, it's only on PlayStation? Okay, now it's a cause for concern. I get it now. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one thing that I didn't like about Destiny, where one-year exclusivity, but I also understood it made sense marketing-wise. Uh, Spider-Man is not that, though. Like, it's not timed, so it kind of, yeah, it does suck. Yeah, I mean, that's a big character, too. Like, Spider-Man is beloved yeah. by by so many people. It, I mean, there was a new movie trailer for Spider-Man that is now the biggest uh, trailer debut ever. Yeah. So, like, of course people want to play as him in a video game. That said, <laughs> does anyone play Avengers here? Ro, have you dabbled in Avengers at all? Yeah, I, I played the Black Panther uh, uh, DLC War for Wakanda when it released and and I enjoyed it. It was really good. I, I, I thought it was a good addition to the game. I think they added some really good improvements in that patch. But just like Dan was saying, it's totally unfair to the Xbox players and the PC players as well that they just don't get this character. And when you look at that roadmap, sure, it looks like it's filled with a lot of stuff. But when you remove the stuff that's exclusive, 
and when you remove the stuff that technically isn't new, there's not a lot on there actually. There's just like there's the raid. And I'm mm-hmm. speaking for people who who don't get Spider-Man. There's the raid, and then there's like a one new event, I think. And the rest are like improvements and returning events that existed before. There's not there's not a lot for people who don't get Spider-Man. So I think that's really something that they need to look into. And yeah, hopefully fix. Uh, yeah, I, I hope, like you said, Dan, I, I think Spider-Man is uh, an exclusive to PlayStation. I hope someday other people get it. And yeah. I think that would be for the better of Crystal Dynamic, Dynamics to do something like that. Uh, but yeah. Well, and uh, the other the other problem with that also, with that being exclusive, is like I feel like that's holding back from them uh, opening up crossplay as well. Which that game of any game that needs crossplay, that game's probably a game that needs it because the population's not very high. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. You guys remember when people were mad at uh, PlayStation players on Destiny for having Hawkman? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do. Yeah. Well, and that that was, I guess, not to go on a Destiny thing, but that was that was my biggest. Let's go to Destiny. Let's go. Yeah, because that was my biggest like frustration with Destiny. I love Destiny in the Destiny One days and even the early Destiny Two days, and still love it now. But I just don't play it. Uh, That was my frustration. Was you're getting this PlayStation exclusive content a year after it came out on PlayStation. But when it came out that year later, it was irrelevant. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. It, the content literally didn't it, it didn't match up because uh, Bungie increased the light level and did not increase the subsequent light level of those uh, weapons that were PlayStation exclusive. So you're getting weapons and content that literally doesn't help you. Yeah. I think we can agree that uh, deals like this that, you know, literally gatekeep players on different consoles just kind of suck in general at this point like yeah let's let's leave that behind in the ps3 era agreed <laughs> moving on we've got another story i'm pulling from Eurogamer. uh sega is reportedly investigating issues for a potential patch after sonic colors ultimate players report numerous bugs and glitches guys have you seen any of these videos that people have been posting on twitter i have not <laughs> i have yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> it is Dan, I definitely recommend you look up some Sonic Colors <laughs> Ultimate videos because it is insane how broken this game is. What? It goes from being like psychedelic trippy to like <laughs> you can't play the level at all because you're falling through stages and there's like <laughs> like the audio is just screaming at you. You yeah. can't see anything. It, Sonic it's nuts. Keep posing everywhere. It's just yeah, not right. It's yeah. not right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching some right now as you guys are talking. What the heck is going on here? Like, yeah, this should, there's like a there's if you recommend somebody to watch it, you have to also warn them that's these potential seizure warnings with the crazy colors. Yes, that, absolutely. Yeah, it's that's it's, it's nuts. Yeah, that and that's bro, that's a great point. Like that, uh, these colors are going freaking nuts, like flashing like crazy. You're gonna end up giving someone an epilepsy from seeing this. This is insane. Yeah. It, it's so sad because I remember people being very excited for this uh, this ultimate uh, reboot, including myself, because I haven't played Colors yet, and I've heard that this is one of the better ones, one of the better Sonic games. And I, I just I just want Sonic to get a win, please. Let Sonic have a win. And when this was coming, I was like, oh, this is going to be good for the community. People are going to enjoy this this update. And then 
and this happens. So hopefully they do they do a good job with the patch and it, it does help regain a bit more of goodwill, I guess. But from what we've seen so far, it's it's not looking great. <laughs> too little, too late. I, I, yeah. Why that game was like they was ha. Why they let it release like this in this condition is beyond me. I, I mean, I get that at some point you have to put games out, but when it's unplayable like this and it's like hasn't passed what I would consider like certification, right? Okay. If it's like in this state, why not just delay a, a version of the game? Is just kind of beyond me because now people are, are legit like pro- upset that this is the game, the version of the game they're playing when other versions of that game are at least better or playable. Yes. Yeah. I I don't know if it's if it's better on is it on it's on PC too, right? Yeah. I I think I'm the general so. I think the general consensus is don't play it on Switch if you are going to play it. But yeah, I, I don't know if it's if it's better on PC. I think it is, but still, it's it shouldn't be bad on Switch. <laughs> From what I've seen on Twitter is that other platforms like there's still like minor glitches, but it, it isn't anything game breaking as like the Switch version. So right. Sega. Please do better. Please. <laughs> Oops, I threw in a, a separate or the same thing twice. So let's ignore that for now. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, some sad news. This happened just a few days ago. Uh, actor Michael K. Williams has died at the age of 54. Uh, gamers may recognize him as the man behind Battlefield 4 and 2042's recent um live action i think it was cg or live action i couldn't quite tell um he he played uh irish in in the series and so uh legendary actor and and man uh I, i'm gonna miss him like he he was awesome very sad to, to see him. yeah go yeah definitely a sad story for sure i i i as you guys know i haven't played battlefield uh and really been into the community until this new one that's coming up, but I definitely saw that uh, that Battlefield Four uh, cinematic as well with him in it. And yeah, he's he was a great actor. I've seen a lot of the movies that he's uh, acted in, and yeah, it is definitely sad to to see him go. The the craziest thing from him, like in Battlefield Four, was how much he showed his emotion, which I love. That mm-hmm. like it, mm-hmm. you, you have certain actors that like cash in their performances. He definitely did not do that at all, and uh, yeah, it's awful. Um, definitely, he will be missed uh, immensely. Um, a lot of a lot of great stuff that he did. I think in the article that you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, please. <laughs> No, I was going to say in the article that you shared, I, I think I, I read that he was invited to be on uh, Gamertag Radio, and he was just like all for it. He's like, uh, I think what's his name, Danny, was was like, yeah, he just loved video games, man. He just liked being a part of it. So it, again, like you both said, it's it's sad to to see a legend leave the leave. Yeah. Yeah, and to to Dan's point, um, one of the reasons why Battlefield Four, the the campaign I liked so much, was because of Irish's. By Michael K. Williams' performance. Um, I don't know if they had any other uh, cinematics planned for tw- the 2042 campaign or leading up to it, I guess. Because I know they had they had the one. I don't know if they were doing any more. Um, but if they do, like, I would love to see if if Williams is still in any of the other material. Otherwise, yeah. Rest in peace to, to a legend, for sure. Uh, moving on, we got some other news. This comes from Trip- Tripwire Interactive. Uh on a post on Twitter. 
Uh, the previous CEO of Tripwire Interactive has stepped down after facing backlash for supporting Texas law that bans abortion. Uh, this was huge that day when when I, I didn't even write his name down, and probably that's that's for the better. I, I'd probably say when he tweeted out his his position uh, on this, uh, people in droves from the industry came out and was like, "Hey, dude, like this is this is not okay. This is like pretty much like unethical what what you're supporting here." Um, and I don't want to put my foot in my mouth here and, and be like, everyone should believe this one thing, but I think consensus generally is that what they passed in Texas is, is yeah. leaning towards unethical. And so if right. it doesn't line and it fall in line with what Tripwire uh, believes, um, as a company, then, you know, having the CEO step down is, is I think the right move. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. I just feel I, I agree everything you're saying, Christian, and I do think it was the right move. And every again, like you're saying, I don't if you don't agree, then that's that's fine. But I think the point that I'm trying to make is that if you don't agree, you don't have to share these opinions. If you if, like, I don't know why everyone, not everyone, but certain people have the need to just share these like stupid, stupid ideas and expect nothing to happen. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It's. I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. The stuff that's happening, the bill, the law that was passed in Texas is is crazy to me. Um, I I don't understand how someone could be on the other side of of that. But again, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. It's just if you're sharing it, then expect the the consequences yeah. from from sharing the opinion. So yeah, you don't you don't have to. Uh, not everything needs to be to be shared. If you yeah you know, yeah, <laughs> just keep it to yourself sometimes. So let's let's keep Twitter to our marble takes. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> Tri- Tripwire. I don't even know who Tripwire Interactive is, by the way. Uh, like, I don't even know what yeah. they've developed in the past. Um, but yeah, this is interesting. I think at the end of the day, like this isn't something that you need to put out on Twitter. Like at the end of the day, abortion is like a very, very complex subject we'll call it i'll say like it's not something you can just tweet out and say like here's my opinion on this like there's many layers to it there's many issues with it there's like on both sides like there's two very passionate sides that you know they don't step back and like look at it logically like they just you know here's my opinion you know i'm gonna insta tweet it out and not even care about like what how this is impacting other people that are reading this or people that work for me because he is a ceo of the company like you do have to be very mindful of that like you don't have to agree with everyone but you have to like be mindful of how what you're saying is impacting other people like and i think that's in my opinion that's the biggest takeaway from this is like uh, you just have to be mindful of what you're saying like because that that impacts other people like what you guys are saying is absolutely true and like there's so many ethical issues and uh, uh so many problems with this that you just have to be mindful of it yeah especially when you're ceo dan you put it you put it perfectly like, yeah you're you're speaking on behalf of yeah. not just yourself but everyone who works for you so yeah absolutely Moving on, we've got some uh, some cool news, uh, I think. Uh, Alan Wake Remastered is confirmed and launching later this fall on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, 
Xbox Series X and S. Guys, have you played the Alan Wake series at all? And uh, my next question is, should I play it? Yes, and yes. Uh, I I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they announced if this is going to come with the American Nightmare expansion because that was like kind of a. I guess it was a standalone uh, Xbox Live Arcade game uh, that kind of expanded on Alan Wake. So I don't know if that's included with this, but. Yes, I would absolutely recommend it. It's it's kind of just like a it messes with your head, Christian. So like it's not yes. yeah, it's not your tr- traditional like horror game or anything like that. It, it just it messes with your head and you're like, what the heck's going on? And I really like it. And have have you played Quantum Break, Christian? No, but I want to, and okay. I know how to like. It, there's like the hybrid like TV show thing that ties into the game. So that's like that's yes. that's neat. Yeah. So, yeah, I was just going to say it's very similar to that in terms of like the the gunplay and that kind of thing. It's they're both remedy games. So obviously there's going to be some similarities there. But, yeah, I would absolutely recommend it. It's very cool and psychological thriller. Awesome. I mean, I I loved Control. So like Mm. and I know they did the DLC like that tied into kind of Alan Wake stuff. And I was like, man, I really need to play Alan Wake. So now I'll be able to do so. How about you, Ro? Are you interested at all in the Alan Wake franchise? I'm definitely interested to try the, the remaster because I haven't played it as well. Um, but I am a Remedy fan as well. I, I love Control, Quantum Break. I, I was one of the people who actually enjoyed that game and liked the TV series and everything about it. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely interested to see the remaster. I did try to play it on Game Pass a while ago. I think it was, I think it was on Game Pass a while ago, um, Alan Wake, or maybe I bought it. I don't remember but my PC was just not having it for some reason. So um, hopefully whatever, I'll be able to play this on PlayStation whenever it it comes out. So definitely interested. Nice. Feels like the year of the remasters, sort of. And like, I'm here for it. Like all the remasters we're getting, like I'm all all about. So maybe, maybe except for Sonic Colors Ultimate, but. Right. (laughs) What about GTA 5 for the seventh time? (laughs) Okay, never mind. I take this back. I take it back. I take back this conversation. (laughs) uh moving on uh yeah we'll do it now life is strange two true colors reviews have rolled in today embargo lifted at 9 a.m this morning and they are mostly positive not without it's some of its criticisms and that is totally valid i can't wait to see for myself uh otherwise ro i know you're a big life is strange fan what did you think when you saw the reviews this morning what freaking go i'm so, <laughs> i'm so excited to play this like uh it's it's coming out tomorrow at midnight so i guess friday morning um definitely staying up to to play that and get started on it and as i tweeted i think you guys both saw the tweet that i, I haven't played a game to completion in a while and there's a lot of reasons that go into that whether it's it's not hooking me how i'm feeling in just in general but i think life is strange is the perfect game that i need right now that i could just enjoy and enjoy the story make my choices and you know enjoy the emotions and all that kind of stuff so i'm I'm definitely excited to to dive into that and all the reviews uh even if it was negative i mean maybe i wouldn't be so hot on it if if it were negative but even if it were negative i would still be excited to finally jump into uh this game so i'm excited to see people enjoying it though so ro ro oh sorry go ahead sorry dan go ahead go no go first go first i I have a question for you if If you haven't played, okay, so I played a tiny bit of the first Life is Strange. If you haven't played the other ones, is this a good starting point? Like, I don't know where this this you know happens in the story and that kind of stuff. 
I think it is a good starting point. I think you'll be fine. Uh, there's obviously going to be some some uh, Easter eggs for people who play the game and characters like Steph, who was in Before the Storm, like showing up and stuff like that. But from what I've heard and from what I, I know about the series, that this is a, a pretty good place to, to start. And if you haven't completed other games, you could totally jump in. I think it's like a good standalone story. Like even Life is Strange 2 was like, you could play that if you haven't played the first one too. So, yeah. Yeah, Dan Tech, the, my from my understanding is that all these stories are kind of isolated and there's just small Easter eggs here and there, yeah. whether or not uh, Deck Nine and or um, who's the other studio that did the, the first Life is Strange? Don't Nod. Don't Nod. If they do some kind of universe where they, you know, they all meet, then oh. you, there'd be a separate conversation, right? But <laughs> otherwise, I think you'd be good to go. Um, I looked up the uh, the the release date for True Colors because I know there was some wonkiness there. I know you said Midnight. I, I'm not sure if that's correct. Um, oh, a, apparently, according to their Twitter, uh, it's a morning release on the 10th. So it's 9 a.m. on the West Coast and noon um, on the East Coast there. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, that's weird. Well, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dang which it. is kind of strange. You don't normally see a, a morning release date. You know, I say that's mm-hmm. weird, but then I looked at Halo Infinite's uh, time that it releases on its release date, and it's like 3 p.m. or something. And I'm like, what the heck? What? what? When is this a thing? <laughs> so I'm on their Twitter Wait. now, and they, they tweeted this today, and it says, okay. like, New York, at, at which would be my time zone, Eastern time, it says 12 EDT, September 9th. Yeah. Perfect. That's that's noon. That's noon. Okay. So noon, noon tomorrow. Noon tomorrow. Okay. Oh yeah, because they have military time here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh. Cool. Sounds good. Sounds. Oh, good. nice. Awesome. So I have to finish Hades tonight. Okay. <laughs> Even better. Spoilers for I guess games we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, this comes from PlayStation. Uh, this dropped today. Uh, Liverpool studio Fire Sprite joins the PlayStation Studios family. Uh, Fire Sprite is previously best known for the Playroom as well as Persistence over on PSVR, and they're most likely working on a PSVR 2 title. Uh, some more tidbits here. Uh, they currently have over 250 employees at their studio, which is bigger than Mo- Media Molecule as well as L- London Studio combined. Wow. Um, and they're working supposedly on multiple games. Uh, they have a, they're, they're hired for a multiplayer shooter and a dark narrative blockbuster adventure. Uh, I very much look forward to uh, what they'll eventually do, presumably for PSVR 2. Any thoughts here, guys, Dan, on uh, Fire Sprite joining PlayStation? Yeah, it's definitely interesting, and uh, it definitely gives sony a first party studio that's working on psvr um i think that was maybe their biggest uh weakness in terms of uh platforms was psvr in terms of first party because i can't really think of anyone else that's first party that's worked on a psvr title maybe i'm i'm not thinking of everyone but uh a sony japan maybe made a couple Team Asobi, uh, yes. they weren't first party yet, but they did Astro, and then London Studio did um, that heist game that I'm uh, blanking on. Gotcha. Yes, yes. So Otherwise, yeah. Definitely definitely will diversify their portfolio quite a bit and uh, give them a little bit more VR uh, action there. Um, obviously, with PSVR 2, they're going to want to have like that killer app or you know a couple things to show. 
Um, so I'm sure that one of these titles that they're working on will probably launch with PSVR 2, I would think. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to, to see. I, th- I think still what I want to see from Sony's first party acquisitions, which they still haven't announced, I think, Bluepoint officially. There was that leak. Oh, we'll get there in topic out. of the show. Don't worry. Don't yeah. worry. Dan. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'll wait. I'll wait for those thoughts then. Uh, I, I feel bad for interrupting now. I kind of wanted to see where that was going. Oh, uh, <laughs> you're good. No, we'll, we'll push that off. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Otherwise, Ro, how about you? What do you feel about Fire Sprite? Joining yeah, I, I think I just echo pretty much what, what uh, Dan said, and I, I am excited to see what new stuff comes to the, the VR. And yeah, it's just always exciting in general to see a new studio uh, emerge and see what could what could. <laughs> what what potential they could bring to the company they're working for so i'm excited to see what uh what what they got what they got up there mm-hmm. yeah I, I have to echo dan like by far uh it seemed like psvr titles like they were there but if you weren't totally invested in in that ecosystem like those titles just kind of flew by and and I agree. Like they need like killer apps for PSVR too. And so far, so far from what I'm seeing, they're kind of setting themselves up to be like, listen, we're you know actually invested in this platform, and we see it as something that's viable. So I, I hope to see some really cool games come to that platform. But we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, it's cool. Hopefully, Absolutely. it's cool. Moving on to uh, some Microsoft news. Dan, I saw you add this, added this uh, today. Ma- Microsoft is adding DLI to existing Xbox One and Elite Series 2 controllers. Tell me more about this. Yes, uh, I thought this was cool because um, this is actually a technology that they have in the Series S and X controllers. Of course, the dog starts squeaking when I start talking <laughs> about this. But uh, yeah. It's apparently uh, going to enable this firmware update for the old Xbox One controllers that, you know, all the way back to the launch Xbox One controllers that gives you uh, quicker input latency uh, to your console. So uh, this is only if you have a Series S or X. So if your Xbox mm-hmm. One controller is still connected to your Xbox One, this isn't going to affect anything. But if you have a Xbox One controller connected to a Series X or S, it will increase the uh, or decrease the latency between the console and the controller, which doesn't sound like it's that much. But I'll, I will tell you, I went back and played my Xbox One X in my bedroom one day because I didn't feel like getting out into my living room i was like oh, i'm just gonna lay around in bed today and i played for about five minutes and i'm like nope i, I can't do this for some reason like it the latency is there and partially that's partially because my tv in my bedroom has more input latency as well but anyways i'm just getting really <laughs> stupid about this whole thing but yes i just love that it's a feature that they're bringing to old controllers to you know make a better experience on series s and x and if you play between like pc and xbox or like mobile and xbox like if you play game pass on your phone or something there's a uh, double tap you can press on the sync button that they are also enabling where you switch between Bluetooth and the Xbox. Because before it was very unintuitive switching between the two. You had to like power off the controller, power back on, resync it up. It was a pain in the butt. So this update also fixes that issue as well. So, yeah. Damn. That's awesome. I actually was just thinking the other day about how cool the Xbox controller is. Like, I I mean, the Duke was, was big, but I was also like smaller at the time. I was a kid. <laughs> 
but like now holding my I, I don't even know what controller this is but i guess i mean i bought i thinking this series x controller i'm not sure if it actually is or not but like does, does it's it comfy. have a share button Hello. it does it is a series x controller there we go yes very nice i like it i what is this that is <laughs> xbox a, one is I guess. that's xbox one controller <laughs> xbox yep. one controller yes, yes sir. <laughs> yeah they're nice i like I, I guess the next the next step for me is to probably get an elite controller but that's a little eh, that's a bit too out of my price range i think for just me playing pc games you know what? i have the perfect what? one for you to get christian the halo infinite xbox series x controller <laughs> it's <laughs> or, too much wait, money X- super affordable <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's yeah. only two hundred dollars you know you just have to take out a loan to buy it you know <laughs> It oh, took man. me like years to finally get the pro controller. I don't know if I'll <laughs> strap in for the elite quite yet. Even though that I'm, I won't lie, that elite controller is is pretty sexy. I will yes. I will admit. Yes, it is nice. It is nice. Bro, any thoughts on on DLI b- or before we move on? No, <laughs> I just think it's really cool. Like like no. you said, I think it's awesome <laughs> that that they're doing that they're doing this. <laughs> uh xbox making awesome moves all the time consumer friendly stuff so I, I i love to see it i love to see it big same in that case we're at the final story of the day uh bioware is reportedly considering a switch back to unreal for the next mass effect i totally missed this as well uh dan can you tell me more about this yeah uh <laughs> i mean it's pretty <laughs> much in the title so yeah, sure <laughs> Bi- bioware uh obviously switched to frostbite engine which is dice's specific engine they use for battlefield for whatever reason ea at the start or in the middle of last generation told all of their developers you all have to use frostbite stupidest decision i've ever seen in my entire life because dice obviously understands the frostbite engine and like you know knows it from ground up because they built it like that's their engine like why would you force upon an engine to teams that have never worked on it before and that was the problem we were seeing with the sports games which they used a completely different engine before but now they use frostbite uh you saw it with mass effect with the weird animations we got with uh mass effect andromeda and like the weird facial stuff and like everything was just really weird like it just didn't seem right and so yeah this is in my opinion this is a very good decision for bioware to go back to unreal engine because it's literally what they know and unreal engine is the most popular engine out there besides maybe like unity or something like that and there's tons of developers that utilize it. There's tons of resources for developers. There's tons of developers that know how to use that engine that you hire in to your studio to work on it. So yeah, it, it makes much more sense for them to do this. Absolutely. I think that's only going to lead to, I think probably uh, better games, I think, which is like the the bottom line for why we want to see uh, teams using, using this, but also just developers probably happier that they're able to use uh software that they're more comfortable with and like you're right like uh unreal is definitely one of the most ubiquitous softwares that uh like developers use so yeah this switch is is can only mean good news for for incoming games uh over at um at bioware for sure how about you ro any thoughts yeah i I, i'm glad that they that they're they're doing this they're up and that 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 they are allowed to do this that they're allowed to be making the switch and just make Mass Effect in a in a more comfortable environment for the developers, as you said. Um, obviously, this is this may mean that this Mass Effect is even further out now. 
But at the end of the day, that's that's good for us because it means it's going to be a better product when it does release. And I think Mass Effect more than any of the Bioware franchises needs as much times as it as it can get. So when it comes out, it gets you know some some praise because that's a, a franchise that's kind of middling right now as as not as not as as hyped as it used to be. Um, but yeah. I mean, people love the collection, but that kind of came and went in terms of like mindshare. I played the first one. And I was like, I got my feel for now. I'll come back to the second one. And then I totally forgot about it until like two days ago. Yeah. But yeah, yeah we'll see. Guys, this puts us to our, our segment. What are we playing? Dan, I want to know. Are you playing any games? I've, I've been slacking. MCC? Uh, I've been slacking very much. Uh, I have been playing the MCC Insider, uh, which is the flight for Season 8. It's the early testing they're doing for Season 8. Um, they haven't announced the release date yet, but that is super fun. We get a new map uh, for Halo 3 yet again. This is the third new, brand new Halo 3 map that we're getting that didn't release in 2007, which just blows my mind that we get that. But uh, it's a remake of a Halo 2 map called Turf, which is a beloved map from Halo 2. Super fun to play. Absolutely love it. It's like an ice, ice box you know, arena. It's like chilly chilly environments and and icicles and such so very very much loving that and uh lots of other good stuff coming to the next season of master chief collection which is quite possibly the most underrated game ever right now so (laughs) ever right now yes ever right now yeah i know that's a stupid comment but like nobody talks (laughs) about how how much awesome stuff they're doing with that game i don't know it is impressive. Like they they do cater to their audience like really well, from my understanding, and from what you talk about it. So they, I do love to see that. Yeah, I'm also really lame. And when I heard chilly environment, I went straight to the Mario Odyssey level where you're cooking. Like that's like everything's food related. So I'm lame. <laughs> Ro, how about you? What are you playing this week? Oh man, I, I know. Last week I said, hey, I play a lot more games. I'll tell you guys about Craftopia and and all that stuff. And I didn't do any of that. And I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Life has been crazy, and as I mentioned about Life is Strange earlier, I just games have just not been, you know, the thing that I am going to right now to, like, get out of my funk. I've been drawing a lot more instead of gaming, and that's just how it's been. So I've been playing Destiny, of course. That You can never get me off of that. <laughs> um, I'm enjoying the, the season, um, and, and I hate Marisov. She's a character that I loved, but I realized the only reason I liked her was because she was pretty. And she's actually a horrible person. She's terrible, and she doesn't deserve all the love that she's getting, the way that she's treating her once brother. And yeah, Marisov, no. Oh, that's that's uh, that queen. The queen, yes, absolutely. Oh, she, she was pretty. I remember. She, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But, but yeah. the way she's acting this season is like, I mean, like royalty does, I guess. Maybe I just don't like royalty. But... Yeah, um, I'm loving the season so far. I'm enjoying the dialogue and stuff like that. And the seasonal activity is really cool. And I like the space that they've developed for it. Um, and I'm just excited to tell you more about Destiny next week. But I'm more excited to tell you guys about Life is Strange. And then that's a promise. I will play Life is Strange <laughs> no matter what. And I will tell you guys about it next week, definitely. So there'll be something besides Destiny on the menu next week, for sure. Perfect. Uh, much like Ro, last week I said, like, yeah, I'm either going to play Lake or um, road 96 gosh road 96 
and I let chat decide. I was like, yeah, go play Lake. And I was like, sweet, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it and download it tonight. And then I didn't do that, and I instead <laughs> I waited two days to uh, to download Hades on Game Pass. So I don't know. I was feeling I was feeling Hades, and you know what? I would agree with you up until last night. The game did something that was like so freaking cheap, in my opinion. I don't want to say what. But it was incredibly frustrating, and like for sure, I'll probably go back to it because the gameplay is so good. The dialogue is amazing. There's a reason why it was nominated for Game of the Year, right? Um, but that said, honestly, I'll probably beat it the one time. I will not go back and beat it nine more times to get the true ending. Like once is enough for me. I've I've it's been, I've put in so many hours to this freaking game. I'm I'm ready to be over uh, and done with it. But I want to hear we'll what see. the the cheap thing was later, if you don't mind. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, do you want to know now? It's been, I mean, that game's been out for a while. Sure, yeah. Do you guys you care? Know no, I don't care. Fine. I beat it, yeah. You beat it? I beat it once, too, so I, I haven't, yeah. Oh, okay. Dude, <laughs> yeah. how? Because I I finally managed to, oh my god, dude, it was such a long run. I got yep. Hades down to, like, that sliver of health, and he's like, all right, you got me. And it's like, okay, yeah. I guess the game is going to end here, and I'll and have to fight him a bunch of times. back up. Oh. And he gets back up with full yep. health, and that like you go for phase two, and it's like, dude, it was so much work just to get you down to this amount of health. Yep. I got to do it again, yep. and it like I, I, that fight. I have a feeling went, that was yeah. the moment that you're talking about. That was yeah. indeed, and then I died. Like he was, I maybe got him halfway health, and I was like, "Fuck you, I'm going to bed." <laughs> I know I don't normally cuss on this show, but fuck you, Hades, I'm going to sleep. Oh man, yeah, oh, I, 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 I mean, it's a good game. Yeah, it's it's good. I think it's worth it to to beat him just for the pure satisfaction of beating him af- after what he just did to you. But I think what what happens after is is worth it too. So I say okay. stick with it. Yeah. I freaking I hate when games do that. When you beat the boss and then they're like, "Oh, here's another health bar." Yeah. No, dude. Especially when it's hard right to now. get down, get down the first bar. It's like, yeah, come on. Come on. <laughs> I was sweating last night, but that's, that's enough Hades talk. Moving on, the topic of the show uh, tomorrow. If you're unfamiliar, PlayStation uh, is uh, hosting a showcase um, at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the showcase will be about 40 minutes long and will include updates from PlayStation Studios on games releasing this holiday season and beyond um further no vr will be featured in the showcase so just playstation studios on i'm assuming this big boy right here you can't see it's off screen i don't know why i pointed the ps5 is right next to me okay (laughs) (laughs) so i went ahead and did a table because we haven't done this in a while and i want to hear five predictions from the each of us whether you want them to be wild predictions or just kind of safe bets that's up to you okay i mean the wilder the better let's be real but otherwise yeah i i, I want to hear what those are and who would like to go first so i'll start because this is a stupid prediction it's a terrible prediction but i feel like this is a decent shot of being there gta 5's next gen version i think we'll get a look, mm-hmm. look at it there because they have a long-standing partnership with rockstar on red dead and and gta 5 actually on ps4 as well or ps3 ps4 i don't even remember whatever whatever console it was that they had a partnership on uh so yeah i think we could see that new version of gta 5 and i'm sure it'll look good and they'll advertise the free-to-play uh online mode that you get with ps plus oh that's right yeah yes 
definitely good, wouldn't good, be surprised good. if GTA 5 is there. Yeah. Yeah. They they love love showing that game off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bro, why don't you go next? Okay. Um, You're not going to put us on the spot yeah. here, by the way, so I'm going to apologize. No, <laughs> no, no problem. I, I actually wrote down a couple uh, earlier today, just, just in case. Um, but one of mine, I don't know how plausible this is, but I remember earlier this year, uh, Atlas announced the 25th anniversary of Persona. And they said, yeah, we've got a bunch of announcements for the Persona series, and one of them is supposed to be taking place this month. So maybe... Mm-hmm. Maybe, just maybe, the announcement is going to be at the PlayStation Showcase. I don't know what that'll be. It's definitely not a Persona 6. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it's a tease for Persona 6. That would be crazy. I don't see that happening, but that would be crazy. (laughs) That's my pie in the sky. I hope that happens. But maybe they they have a collection on the way. Maybe they bring uh, P3 Fez and uh, Persona 4 Golden, and maybe the first two as well in like a nice little bundle on playstation i think that would be really cool uh especially for me who has not played p3 yet and i would love to um so yeah i I can definitely see whatever the persona announcement is being at playstation's uh thing tomorrow i love Mm -hmm. that that's nice that's something that i haven't seen people talk about like atlas showing up that's very cool look at you real (laughs) my first prediction is gonna uh circle back to something dan was talking about earlier when we were talking about fire sprite um he mentioned blue point i think this is finally the time that we announced this is why i think fire sprite was announced today as a studio is that we make some time um for blue point to finally be announced as a first party studio tomorrow very cool announcement and we uh anchor that announcement with a look at their uh their next game coming to playstation what do you think that is christian it's a Metal Gear Solid game. <laughs> I hope so. That would be awesome. Mm. <laughs> but I know, I, Danny, I know you were talking about this. I brought it up now just so you yeah. could finish those uh, thoughts from earlier. I wanted to yes. hear those. So I will make my next prediction knowing full well that it's probably not going to happen because they would have already announced it beforehand, like what they did with the, the fire. Uh, what's it called? Fire. What's the developer called? Fire Sprite. Fire Sprite. Fire Sprite. Uh, they would have announced it with them, but I would like to see Sony acquire someone that is uh, kind of not in their wheelhouse, so to speak. So, like, Sony's wheelhouse is absolutely like a third person action adventure game. Like, you could literally define probably 75% of Sony's first party games as a, fir- or a third person action adventure like game. Like, I mean, Last of Us Uncharted, uh, uh, Spider Man, uh, literally god of war every almost all of their big you know visceral story-based games are all the same style i would like to see them go after a developer that does something very different to their portfolio because i want to see them you know expand what they work on like microsoft for better or worse obviously their developers aren't necessarily on the same level as Sony's developers right now in terms of like storytelling and visuals and all of that. But like Microsoft's diversity in their portfolio is insane. Like you have a a flight simulator, you have like a RTS uh, with Halo Wars or Age of Empires. You have FPSs like Halo. You've got a third person shooter with gears. Like there's so many different like diverse, um, uh, 
adventure or diverse genres that they they kind of run the gambit of in the in the entire industry which i like so i want to see more of that um diversity coming from uh playstation as well i i agree uh a, a lot of it seems like the like there's a bell curve of uh playstation games and that bell curve is mostly you know third person action adventure and you know there's the games obviously on the outliers like your gran turismo's your kinas which yeah. what we see tomorrow we'll see but yeah, yeah I, I would love to see some diversity in the portfolio for sure what i missed in the beginning was there a prediction there like an official prediction from you in that beginning a new first party studio announced either acquired a first party studio or a brand new studio that they're starting from the ground up to fulfill like a new uh niche in their portfolio is what i was thinking new first party studio whether acquired or yes i guess made established yes that that is indeed bold i love it (laughs) ro i put this to you your second prediction here okay this one might be a bit more uh maybe a bit more obvious i guess but i can definitely see it not happening as well uh but naughty dog is there and they're showing off the last of us remastered Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> giving us a little tease of of that game that I don't know why they're doing, but they're doing. But uh, and it's it's there, <laughs> and they yeah they show it off, and it's I I've heard some like leaks as well that probably aren't real about a, a DLC called Brotherly Love. I don't think that's real. I think that was a, a fake thing. Whoa, what? Yeah, <laughs> like I, I I didn't even read into it. I just saw the title. I was like, okay, maybe a Tommy and Joel DLC, which is something that I have dreamed about since mm-hmm. beating the first game that would have been just to see what that what those years were like and that's something i would kill for over the last of us remastered definitely um but i could definitely see them uh teasing the remaster and wait so, hopefully- sorry the, re- yeah. the the remaster or the, or the remake like the official like oh the, the yeah the official naughty dog remake thing that we talked about a while ago i'll do both remakes okay whatever it is <laughs> all right yeah um yeah, I, I can see them doing that, and I don't want to take someone else's prediction because that—that's my prediction for, so, for the okay. night. So, so wait, is Tommy is his brother that dies at the start of The Last of Us, right? No. Whoa, what? What? What wait, game did you play? Am I confused? Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm confused. <laughs> Tommy's alive. He's still good. He's still okay. Okay. I'm I'm dumb. Yeah. I Tommy guess. is the one underneath the uh, the green uh, Spartan gear that you play. Yeah. yeah. He's Master Chief. <laughs> I've, I've apparently <laughs> forgotten the last of us completely <laughs> oh this is terrible i apologize uh ro just a quick clarifying question not clarifying i want to just throw something at you here just because yes. we're, we're spitballing yes <laughs> when this i guess when and or if this remake slash remaster is announced tomorrow do we also get news or word on tlu 2 finally coming to playstation 5 a la uh... ghost of tsushima or Death Stranding. Oh, like a director's. Yeah, oh just a gosh. just a version of that game on PS5. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I can if if they announce the Last of Us remastered, I think they could couple it with a with a a PS5 version of the Last of Us too. I could definitely see that happening. Um, I don't know. It that's a good question. Now now that I think about it, I'm not. I think I my prediction is googling. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just going to stick with The Last of Us Remastered guess now. No, no, The Last of Us 2. Oh, no, sure. Uh, that, this was just like, just us oh, talking. Okay. It's not your official. Yeah. yeah, I'm not writing that down. Yeah. Then I, then no, I don't, I don't think so. 
Yeah. What's what up, were you going to say, Daniel? <laughs> I, I'm stupid, guys. I, I somehow put it in my brain, combined his daughter and Tommy, um, <laughs> and I'm like... As one person. <laughs> yeah, I'm... Yep. I'm sorry. Okay. I apologize okay. to everyone. I love The Last of Us. Years ago. Yes. Yeah, it's okay. Clearly, Dan. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, I still haven't played the sequel. I still haven't played Last of Us 2. What am I doing? Wait for uh, wait for a PS5 version. That's fine. You're okay. I, uh, here's the my thing. Ne- I already own it, Christian. I already own it. I just haven't no. played Well, then you can pay $10 to get the update. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> my, my, my second prediction is that uh, good news, everyone. Don't worry. Bloodborne PS5 is finally happening. 60 oh, frames per second. Wow. Whoa. Upscaled to 4K. <laughs> Enjoy it. People will be so happy. Yes. Yeah, including me. <laughs> um, Dan. I'm going to go with a, a no-brainer one, even though, I mean, I'm going to throw a little wrench in it. But I think we'll get God of War's official title because that still isn't yeah. confirmed Ragnarok, uh, and I don't think it's going to be called Ragnarok based on what they've been saying. Because uh, I'm with kinda, you. Yeah, they kind of correct people when people call it Ragnarok. They're like, no, we haven't named it. So <laughs> I don't think it'll be called that, but who knows. Uh, but I also think they'll announce a release window of fall 2021. That's, that's my prediction. Uh, and this gameplay. year? Gameplay. And gameplay. Yeah. Yes. Or no, I'm sorry. 2021. No, no, no. Sorry. Fall 2022. <laughs> sorry. I confused the... I, here oh I am. God. I'm confusing everything today. Fall 2022. Okay, and then, sorry. And you said gameplay is shown as well? Yes. Gameplay as well. Yes. Yeah. That's I, cool. Yeah. I, I was listening to uh, PS I Love You, and they were talking about their predictions as well. And they talked about the God of War thing. And it is true that like the first time they show that off, they showed off a lot of a lot of gameplay and yeah. it was like 10 minutes worth of gameplay and that was years before like not years but like two years i guess before the game actually came out so i could definitely yeah. see what daniel's putting down definitely could happen. yeah i'm i'm i was with dan up until you said gameplay otherwise <laughs> like, I, I mean i'll oh, no. let's be real yeah. we'll see well, well wait a minute do you count so okay do you count like the in-engine stuff? Like, I think God of War the first one was originally shown off. I don't think they showed like live someone playing, but like they showed like it was it was it was Corey Barlog playing live. Oh, it was. Oh, well then maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think it will be that. I think it will be the sim a similar thing to that. You're nuts. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Ro, how about you? Third prediction. Third prediction. This one's crazy. Uh, but I, w- I would love it so bad. But Spider-Man 2 is teased. Oh. Insomniac's there. They, they, they work quick, guys. The <laughs> Ration Clank, Miles Morales just like spitting out these things left and right. They could do it if they wanted to. Spider-Man 2 was announced. They show off uh, a little symbiote action going on. Like They tease that a little bit more. Um, potentially Norman, Norman Osborn is in the t- teaser trailer as well. Green Goblin. Yeah, yeah. Very excited. I, I just want that game so bad, and I could definitely see them giving us a little little teaser to close out the show. That's their closer. Yes. Hmm. If if Spider Man Two is showing up at, at this event, like Insomniac is literally like god tier developer at this point. Yeah, 
Because yeah. I don't know if you guys heard, there's like rumors that supposedly a re uh, resistance collection might oh, be yeah. happening. Mm. Supposedly, that's but I feel like that's more speculation of fans just getting hyped than an actual rumor with any yeah. like, base they're, behind it. But they're always teasing it on their on their Twitter, like or, or celebrating it, I should say, on their on their Twitter, like the anniversary and like oh, resistance three disc, look at that. And so I could definitely yeah. see why people are thinking that. Um, but yeah, that would be cool too. Okay, my next one is uh, uh, a smaller one here. I think Returnal uh, is is back for some DLC uh, and just some uh, a preview at the next big update that's coming for the game. Small one, small boy. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna piggyback off of Rose prediction. And I'm going to say that Insomniac announces an expansion to Miles Morales instead, which will kind of, you know, hold people over until that inevitable Spider-Man 2 announcement that they that comes later. I I think it's too soon for Spider-Man 2, but who knows? It is Insomniac, so we could see that. But I think a Miles Morales expansion would be equally as awesome and people will be down for that. So and coming soon too, like this fall maybe. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I would, I would love that just as much. <laughs> yeah, that would be yeah. great. Um, I'm getting, I'm getting excited just as we're talking. Yeah. Like I'm, sometimes I'm too excited to type. I have to like rate myself. Okay. Row, um, play yourself. Fourth prediction. Um, my fourth prediction. I'm trying to see what I should, what I should say next. Um. Why not? Another another Atlas prediction. Um, there's a game called Project Refantasy that they talked about. Like, I don't, I can't even tell you how long ago this was. It was a very, very long time ago. But they have recently announced that that uh, um, progress has been made, which is always good uh, on their game. Again, Project Refantasy is a name, and it's like a, it's an RPG by the Persona team. And I think they're gonna show it off. Maybe they, maybe Atlas is there. If if they're not showing off Persona, they're showing off Project Refantasy. Um, a lot of these games, even the Persona one, maybe is better for TGS. Both of those those mm. announcements, I could definitely see Atlas making those kind of announcements there. But I know they're pretty close to Sony as well. So, yeah, Project Refantasy uh, is unveiled at the showcase. I love it. And I just for clarification, I would no matter what the game is called, um, I would probably give you that. Like if that did happen, right. I would give yeah, you that. Yeah, it's probably not gonna yeah, be yeah. called Refantasy, yeah. Thank you though. <laughs> you guys took a few of mine, so now I'm like kind of struggling here. I don't <laughs> have any more bigger which, ones. Kind of the which ones did ones. we take? I'm curious. Um God of War stuff, okay. Tlu stuff. I mean, we didn't even talk about the multiplayer, like if factions yeah. were going to show up. That's why that was part of my thing. But I did. That's what I said. Like, I didn't want to take anybody. So I didn't I didn't say factions. I just went with like remastered. But that was one of mine, too. Mm. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to do a bold one and then I'll save my smaller ones just as our, our little extras just, just to close out conversations. The ones that I won't count for points. OK. Um, Forspoken gameplay is showing off. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was on my list, too. <laughs> I want to say coming coming September 2022. Good. Yeah. Wow. I can see that. Oh man. 
that game looks so cool. I can't I, I can't wait to see more of that. Absolutely, dude. Dan, final I, one. I have one more. Yes, I think, and this is maybe another crazy one, but the return of SOCOM, which would oh. definitely <laughs> expand Sony's portfolio, uh, and. There are rumors that Guerrilla Games has a second team working on it. So, I mean, that would be a good developer, you know? Dude. Bring back SOCOM. Rainbow Six has kind of went away from the whole tactical aspect, tactical shooter aspect. So, bring in SOCOM. I'm dying over here, Dan. I want you to be right so bad. I love that. Awesome prediction. Ro, how about you? Your last one. My last one. Um... I'll also leave some small ones so that we could talk about at the end. But my last big one, I think, is going to be PlayStation Final revives one of their dead franchises. I don't want to, you know, cover too many bases by naming a bunch, but I think it's going to either be maybe Jack and Daxter, maybe Sly Cooper is coming back. Um, I'll st- I'll go with Jack and Daxter to keep it, you know, just there, uh, sure. not to, yeah, uh, be kind of cheating. But yeah, I, if uh, if not Jack and Daxter, something from PlayStation's like early history is is making a return, um, in the form of a of a reboot akin to like uh, Ratchet and Clank or something like that. Definitely hope to see that. I, That's a crazy one, but definitely would like to see. Something you say like that. that, but I legit had this written down on yeah. my list as well because <laughs> awesome. I a lot of their marketing for this showcase is reminiscent of like PS2 like geometric graphics that i think mm-hmm. that might be leaning into like maybe a ps2 game is coming back in some shape or form mm-hmm. so i would yeah. love you to be right awesome but yeah i'll go i'll say jack and daxter makes a return but i could definitely see a different franchise uh, coming back to um which leads perfectly into my final prediction which is surprise team asobi isn't just working on a psvr t- 2 title they're also working on a ps5 game and yes guys it's happening ape escape is back we have a new ape escape get ready to go ape i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> ape escape is back oh man yeah damn wow yeah. imagine if none of these happen tomorrow <laughs> why would you say that it was I'm sorry. <laughs> wait 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 i know how these all happen tomorrow playstation all-stars battle royale 2 oh man here we go i forgot to say this <laughs> i had that written down on... yeah dude oh my god Emmett is so mad at you and disappointed at you right now yeah. for not mentioning that oh when ed when ed boone tweeted today about how he wants playstation all-stars to come back i n- nearly threw up oh my god oh dan oh my hand. Oh, i'm sorry oh. i'll stop i'll, re- I'll okay. rein it back in <laughs> There we have it. Those are our predictions for the show. Uh, any honorable mentions for you guys before we close out? I think that that's everything I can think of, to be honest. I, I did hear uh, about this backwards compatibility talk with uh, Gino on Twitter, as well as saw that. Uh, yeah, and, and Kevin Diaz from PlayStation Source. I was watching a little bit of his stream before we started, and he was talking about it, and he made some pretty good points, too, with the diamonds, of course kind of being similar to the original orange diamond for the PlayStation 1, but also the super old PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4 compatibility thing where there's literally room to insert PlayStation 
two and three and all that kind of stuff in the graphic, kind of like a Smash, the Smash Bros thing. Like, there oh, this you could you could put a character in there. It, it kind of looked like that. So I, maybe they announced backwards compatibility for more of their uh, platforms. That would be really cool. And another one was they just show up Deathloop again because they just love showing off Deathloop. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Which that comes out soon, right? I think so. Yeah. Two weeks, I think. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Sounds right. But yeah, those are my leftovers. Dan? Yeah, I think that's it. That covers it for me. Deathloop comes out next week, September 14th. Oh my god, you're right. It today's the eighth. Oh my god, man. Yeah. <laughs> so many games. Yes. Um I had some extras as well. Uh I, I still think Horizon Forbidden West gets a, another trailer here. Like yeah. just market that game i think it's probably going to be a story trailer we've gotten gameplay and i'll still get a i don't know two to three minute story trailer right set the set the tone for that game um i think it's time we finally get a gran turismo release date that game got pushed back so give that game a date um and then i think my last one is that there's might be chance of a final fantasy 16 trailer another one that's uh another look at that game and then we just got the news of you know final fantasy coming to playstation now be able to market PlayStation now during the show and then be like, speaking of Final Fantasy, here's another look at Final Fantasy 16. Who knows? Yeah. Before we close out the show, um, do we want to talk about the one supposed leak uh, on tomorrow's showcase or would you rather just not know about this? Oh, uh, Ooh. sure. Yeah, I, I don't mind either. Okay. <laughs> so supposedly, I think, I don't know, I don't know how they found out. And I didn't, I didn't look at it because I, I was kind of bummed that I saw it because I would have loved to see this as a surprise. So fair warning if for anyone listening, if you don't want to know what's on the show tomorrow, just yeah. turn it off, I guess. Or maybe you already <laughs> saw the show and you're like, you're like, get on with it, Christian. Fine, I will. Uh, supposedly, uh, uh, Ben's studio is working on a Men in Black game for PS5, Whoa. which will be unveiled tomorrow. I did see that. Huh. Yes. Yeah, that, I, I think that would be interesting. Yeah. Huh. Which is certainly a surprise for me. Yeah, I would not in a million years ever guess a Men in Black game is on the way. That's interesting. Dude, yeah. I think it's a little so. too soon for that, but who knows? Because for like, Men in Black? No, I mean for Ben, because Ben just... Wasn't that 2019 that they released um, Days Gone? Is that right? I think it was 2018, but even was still, it? like three years doesn't seem like a long time. Mm-hmm. But who well, knows? That'll be interesting. I, I would love to see what, what what that looks like a Men in Black game. Huh. That would be interesting. You know, actually, yeah. I wanted to check real quick before we close out the show. No, you're right, Dan. April 26, 2019. So that is, that that does seem soon. Like I have a, something to show already. But who knows? Who knows? True. Guys, thank you again to everyone joining us both live and on YouTube and Twitch, as well as podcast services everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thank you, Ro. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, me. (laughs) Uh, My name is Christian. This has been Podcast PXN, and we are out. Dan, say the tagline. I like when you say it. Much love, and keep on gaming. Heck yeah. (laughs) See ya. Bye.